about more than just brushing and flossing your teeth. Dental disease is 100% preventable and it starts at home with you. Yep, you heard me right. Cavities are a disease and not something our children should just get. Your mouth is a window into your body and it has an effect on your speech, breathing, chewing, heart health, so much more. And we're not listening to it. On this podcast, we'll bring you a mixture of professionals, experts in the field that will give you advice and action steps you can take with your kids in different situations. We're also going to have moms, dads, caregivers just like you having the same struggles that you are because together we can make a difference and help keep our kids healthy. I had high fevers as a child and was given medicine that stayed my teeth. Kids bullied me, made fun of me, asked me if I knew how to brush my teeth. It not only affected my self-esteem, it made me self-conscious about my smile. I did not want to smile as a kid. People were always asking me what was wrong with me. I just didn't want to open my mouth because I didn't want to be made fun of. And I don't want another kid to feel the same way I did growing up. This is the Healthy Mouth Movement Podcast. My name is Sherry Wirtz. I'm a dental hygienist and I've been in the dental field for over 30 years. Welcome back to the Healthy Mouth Movement Podcast. Today, my guest is Hannah Ormanchek. She is an osteopath, a registered nutritional therapist, and she specializes in integrative medicine with an epigenetic approach advocating for normalization and contemporary medical practice. She is one of the few practitioners that has clinical trials in GTA to investigate the root cause dietary issues ranging anywhere from weight management, nutritional checking, and other health issues like sleep apnea, diabetes, and leaky gut. She is able to connect and empathize, recognizing what motivates patients and help them reach their goals of self-betterment in order to live the happiest version of themselves they can be. Hannah, thank you so much for being here with me today. It was great. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Hannah, tell us a little bit about your story and how you got to where you are today and what you're doing right now. Well, that was over 30 some years ago when I was very young, in my 20s, and uh, had problem with kidney stones, which were very, very painful and experience of passing them, it was even more painful. But that time uh that was the moment when i actually try to figure out why i even have those i am too young for this kind of problem so that was the beginning and that was my um opening door to fix whatever is not working in me and figure out how that is an amazing story. And I think that a lot of us that are in this space all have a story like that. It's something that we experienced in our lives and we decided to share and help other people not go through what we're going through. So let's talk gut health and food as medicine and what we can do and what we should look for. This is something which we need to pay attention because if you have a child with already high volume of aluminum, barium or i can go on it's it's something which is shouldn't be there and mostly come from food cookware aluminum foil 
and the, whatever we use to give them the bath, the shampoo, this kind of stuff. So we don't pay attention to if we're doing the bubble bath for our children, allowing them to suck in for 20 minutes, that actually there is maybe toxins they absorbing through the skin for the 20 minutes, which will accumulate in the body and start build up, giving more reasons to have like, you know, problems. So your body keeps score. I read a book, Your Body Keeps Score. That's a really hard yeah. book to get through, but it is yes. scary to read that. So it does, it accumulates. Cause I know I have a lot of food sensitivities and if I've eaten something a couple of days in a row, then I really have to watch my diet because otherwise I'm just, I'm out. I need to sleep. That's what food does to me. Well, again, that could be so many other underlying issues. Why are you acting like that? It could be histamine, uh, like, you know, intolerance. You may suffer from a leaky gut. This is something which right now, honestly, it's a global issue and it's growing month by month. We're seeing uh, until now, physicians just disregarding this, like us, oh no, that, that's nothing. But that's not the truth because we have so many studies already done when it comes to this and showing how leaky gut, what damage can be, uh, like, you know, can have done to, to your body, what kind of problems cost which is some some of them they're gonna stay with you for life because some of the damage is not reversible so it's it is scary and again testing for that it's a very simple test so it's nothing like you know we or very expensive or any anything like that no but by having those informations you can actually uncover what the body is trying to tell you because using those tests having those results are giving you the full spectrum how to reverse how to change the diet how to play with the food which will actually become your medicine the way how we always say let the food be the medicine but right now, again, we're going to go back. We are all the time in a rush. We have so many things to do, so many things to take care of. Kids, husbands, wives, works, businesses, everything. But we're forgetting to take care of ourselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that is, we're seeing it. I mean, even when I talk to moms about brushing, you know, we recommend that you brush twice a day, morning and night, because the bacteria builds up and you actually have to physically get in there and stir up the bacteria. And that's the number one thing that I hear why people don't do it is because they just don't have time. In the morning, they're getting out the door or at night, they're trying to get dinner and get the kids a bath and get their homework done. So sometimes toothbrushing just isn't that important. But, you know, I mean, how you take care of your mouth and what you put in your mouth is really important exactly. to how you feel. So when you treat people, you treat them with food then, correct? Is that what I'm yes. Yes. What we do uh, when we have more or less uncover what is the problem in the body, uh, then we're using the proper um, protocols, which means using food. 
we may add some uh, supplementation to it because if I can see someone struggling with the digestion and it does need some kind of help of enzymes or probiotics or prebiotics, then we're going to add that. But majority of my work is to teach my patients to use the mother nature, use the food. It's not easy to switch. It's not easy to pay attention, actually, how we eat, what we eat. But on the other hand, how we're saying we are what we eat. And it is very important what we eat, how we eat, and what is eating us. <laughs> so, and there is, there is stuff eating us too, not, but not knowing and having the wrong diet. This is something what we actually feeding in our bodies. And again, that will be one day our biggest enemy. And you know how it is. The sugar, the fats, the fast food, the I don't have time, let's do the quick pickup. So many ways right now how you can grab food. But on the other hand, you don't even know how the food was prepared. Right. If the person actually washed the salads, is there stuff on the meat you didn't know it's there. And this is the way how we actually can have consume stuff we don't want to know to how to consume and why we're doing this. Right. Well, and a lot of it is processed when you go out to eat too. Yes. So, you know, it's, it's quick, that's frozen, they get it, it's not even. So a lot of times when you go out to eat, the food that they're giving you, a lot of the nutrients are already gone because it doesn't, yes. It's, con it's come from far away, it's been frozen. So, so you're missing some of the nutrients just in that because of your right. Many of them, absolutely, many of them. We're seeing more and more, even like, you know, small children, moms coming and saying, okay, I have problem or she or he doesn't want to eat vegetables. They don't like to eat um, like even home cooked soup and stuff like that. They don't like juices. They want only soda pops and this kind of stuff. Again, this is something which we need to teach them, our kids, to the importance. Why is important to have the greens why is important to have the juice the smoothie and there is ways how we can actually snack in mm -hmm. so many of the nutritions and the goodness so the kid actually like it not knowing what they have and i'm speaking from experience i had the same situation with my son who simply hates vegetables and that's for majority of his life so the only way I can actually give him the amount what he needs when it comes to the greens or the antioxidants and stuff like that, it's going to be a smoothie. And every time when I'm going to make the smoothie for him, he will say it's delicious, but he's not going to have this on a plate. So we need to step out of our comfort zones and we need to just step out of the box and think, okay, if I will give 
the amount the, of the vegetables, fruits, and the goodness, whatever we need on daily basis, how is going to be the going to washroom situation? How many times we hear from the kids, they're not going to washroom on daily basis. We have the same situation with adults. Is this normal? Absolutely no. Right. And again, do we pay attention to it? No, we don't. I hear, well, I don't go more often than twice a week, but I think that's okay. No, it's not. So this is something which we just simply disregarding in our body. We stop listening what our body is trying to tell us. If we eat and instead of having a full energy after meal, we feel, oh, I'm good for a nap. Or if we eat and we blow, we have the bloating, we have the feeling of heaviness. That's not normal. This is screaming like, no, this didn't work for me. So those things needs to be more paid. We need to pay more attention to it. And especially again, as adults, but watching our kids after the meal, are they full of energy? Do they complain? How often they go to the washroom? Do you see any difference on their skin? Is a lot, but you just simply need to pay attention to it. Absolutely. I, I totally agree. And I mean, I, I, I see it just, my mom had a lot of food allergies and, you know, I didn't, I was lucky I didn't get the, her allergy to milk, but my sister did. So, you know, then, and then it makes it hard to cook because, you know, when my parents moved back in with me, I cooked with cheese and milk. And now I have to totally learn, relearn how to cook because everything I cooked, she couldn't eat. Yes. When it comes to this again, we have amazing right now for the past, I would say almost 20 years when we have the DNA testing available on the market and we start with the first i believe that was 20 markers right now it's a full bunch of uh which can be tested and this is unbelievable source of who i am genetically like you said you have no problem with lactose your sister does so genetically you you are related but do you care the same genes? Do you activate the same genes? No, you don't. And this is again, something which you can use for being proactive. Those tests, for example, um, will give you all information genetically if you are prone to lactose intolerance, gluten intolerance, high blood pressure, uh, like, you know, it's, so many different disease which when you know you do carry these genes you can actually with again proper food activate deactivate this is how we call the epigenetics because we're using food to work with our dna not the other way around so if you have the information about yourself this you should do, this you shouldn't do to 
have you health longer, be, feel better, stronger, your skin, anything about you, would you use that? Or you want to disregard and say, oh, that's okay, I'm young, I'm not, it doesn't matter. The moment when we actually have right now those informations and those ones are available right now, mm -hmm. this is something we should look into. Yeah, they have, I mean, they have vitamins that go for your DNA. They have weight loss that goes for your DNA. They have all of this stuff. So you have your patients then test their DNA also? That's too. We have options to have those tests done and that helps us again. If I will use this DNA test to evaluate for any weight loss programs, for example. And we're going to take this, which is very, very interesting because on those, those tests, you actually will get the ratio genetically, what's supposed to be on your plate when it comes to the ratio. Carbs versus fat versus proteins. And this is amazing too, because we're all different. Mm -hmm. And having this, it's giving you more on the level like, okay, this is what your body needs to have the highest levels of energy. And that will give you the most benefits when it comes to how to lose the fat, build the muscles and make the bones stronger. Okay. Because everything play a role. We're going to have the panel when it comes to the vitamins and how you absorb the vitamins. And the funny part is which every each time when I'm seeing a new patient, I will ask when was the last time you had your vitamin D tested? 90% don't test themselves. North America especially in Canada, we are in a part of the beautiful earth. We don't have enough sun operation. And we have close to 85% of population with deficiency of vitamin D. Wow. It's a huge. This is the most, I will say, important in your body when it comes to from hormones to uh, immunity and the most important anti-cancer when god forbid when you go to to the doctor and you have some any kind of ne hopefully never but issue when and they thinking about cancer you may have what they're going to do, they're going to run the test for vitamin D to see your levels. But what is very upsetting when we're going once a year, twice a year to do our general testing, at least here in Canada, they're not going to test you for vitamin D until you're going to ask for it. So if you don't know about the importance of vitamin D, you don't ask for it. Right. And that's again, for example, when I was so surprised uh, a couple of weeks ago, I had one of my patients coming and she said like, Hannah, you're not going to believe what happened. I was in my dentist and my dentist asked me, when was the last time you had your vitamin D tested? Wow. I was like, really? 
it's happening. Yeah. It's happening. Yay. <laughs> so yes, we have more and more tools available to find out what's going on in our body and to, to fix that. But the whole thing is to actually, what I will love to see in the perfect world is people not wait until they're gonna feel bad, until they're weak, until they have cramps, until they cannot lose weight and thinking, oh, I'm premenopausal or I'm menopausal, that's normal. No, it's not. It's just the moment when we need to be more more proactive. Yeah, we need to be our own healthcare advocates. We need to listen Absolutely. to yes. find the right, because not every practitioner knows all this stuff or practices this stuff. Like you said, dental. I work for a dentist. We don't ask people when's the last time they checked their vitamin D. So, I mean, that's a very integrative dental office to be able to do that. And that's, that's what I'm hoping because, you know, as we talked before, I see people that have gum disease and they're losing teeth. And we're sending them to the periodontist and they're having, you know, a deep cleaning, but they're not getting better. So that's your body saying something is, something is off Exactly. You need to look further into it. But my issue is then where do I send them? Because I'm sending them to the doctor, they're getting blood work done and their doctor's telling them you're fine. And I know yeah. they're not fine by looking at their mouth and I'm wondering where to go next. So that's why I was totally excited to interview you so that I can tell people, this is what you should do next. You know, look into this. Thank you. Well, what I'm happy is we have a growing amount of practitioners actually uh, doing exactly what I do. Maybe not all of some, well, the new ones, especially not doing as many testing as I do because I am just a freak to find the reason. Why is this happening? I don't like to treat and cover like, you know, the fact somebody doesn't feel well. I need to know where is this coming from? I don't want to guess, oh, maybe we're going to try this or maybe we're going to try that. It, no, there is no guessing game. We need to go to the root of the prob problem to be able to slowly and surely make this um, work again or like even if that will be the fact of detoxing the body from the toxins or uh, add, adding to the body the missing minerals or the micro elements. And there is another aspect. What we have, I call this Dr. Google. And Dr. Google many times gave us a very wrong information. So we have tendency to, instead of trying to find someone who can actually direct us, we Google. And that's the biggest misinformation about many, many, many issues. We have tendency to jump on uh, taking supplements, which actually doesn't work for us. Just the fact, oh my gosh, noni, or this, or that. No, if you don't know exactly the levels what are the levels in your body? How you know what to take? Right. We are talking, of, there is fall coming, we should start taking uh, multivitamins. Why do you need multivitamin 
if you don't know what your body actually can absorb. Right. What are the wet levels in your body, okay? So maybe you just need a couple of those vitamins or maybe you need a bunch of those. What kind of form of the, the vitamins you should look for? Because there is different ones. You're gonna have the ones in a Costco, which actually that's not something I will recommend whatsoever. You're gonna have different companies in the game. You're gonna have companies to be born every single day with magical supplements. We will fix every problem in the body. Well, it doesn't fix beside your wallet, fix nothing else and can again, and can give you uh, more problems. So those stuff are something which easy access through the internet, easy access because some of them you can hear on TV, radio, sometimes the advertisement, but social media, how quickly you can lose 20 pounds in a week. My goodness, better way to kill myself than 20 pounds in one week. So it is the technology and the social media, it's a wonderful, wonderful tool, but we need to be more sometimes like, you know, um, logical. Is this really true? Or let me use the Google and find the practitioner near me, someone who will actually direct me, tell me this, what you should do, or just simply answer my questions. So what kind of practitioner, like if someone can't get a hold of you or want someone closer to them, what kind of practitioner should they look for? Nutritionist. They amazing. They have a huge knowledge when it comes to like nutrition. Uh, naturopaths, another huge, huge bank of information and they have access to many testings too. Osteopaths, people like me, but again, this is something which is growing right now when it comes to medicine and like, you know, uh, natural medicine and uh, academic medicine. So you can see many, many academic doctors actually taking a step up and taking like, you know, modalities from the natural medicine. So this is something which honestly, I really hope one day, maybe not my life, but one day I will see going hands to hands. And because that will be the most, the most, I think, powerful medicine we can ask for. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And I, I mean, I, I think more and more we're starting to be awakened, especially with COVID and being home. I think that it's gotten people more aware of what's going on and how susceptible they are. And if they have an underlying condition, how a virus can just, you know, come in and cause mm -hmm. a lot more havoc because obviously this is affecting people who already have a weakened immune system or have some other systemic thing going on. So prevention is really big, but a lot of people don't want to hear about prevention because they don't deal with it until they actually have a problem. They don't think about what can I do to prevent the problem so I don't get here. We spend billions of dollars on healthcare, but we don't talk a lot about prevention. 
No, we don't. And this is something, like you mentioned, right now, because of COVID, that was the wake-up call for many, many, many people, which is tragic on one point, and I am very thankful for it on the other one. Because immune system is the key. That's it. There is nothing else we can, we can say is more important. Now, how do we know if we have a good and strong immune system? Observe your body. When you have actually, and when you're weak, your body will tell you on different levels. So when we're talking about allergies, okay, which is, again, something every day you hear about people having allergies. This is indication of probably the histamine intolerance in the body. When you hear about people having problem with uh, sleeping, when you sleep, that's the moment when your body actually regain all the strength and everything. So having issue with, with this, we're looking into hormones, we're looking into adrenals, we're looking into so many aspects which can be taken care of if we actually pay attention to it. When you have all the time the running nose, sneezing uh, problem with the skin and stuff like that, many, many times it is indication you are collecting toxins in the body and your body will react to it. It could be inflammation. It could be some kind of uh, ways of trying to get rid of it, cannot build up, and there we are, our immune system, our body is actually concentrating on attacking itself instead of taking care of what can come from outside. We have so many ways to actually improve our immunity on daily basis. And this is even like, you know, not besides the supplements, but even with foods. So when you look into fermented food, how wonderful, wonderful medicine it is to keep in the, the, in the guts, the proper and good bacteria active the way we want to be active. Because how we're saying, everything, our brain, our goodness, health, and immune system lies in our intestine. So uh, fermented food is amazing. When it comes to the, not everyone say the same and not everyone actually agree with, but when it comes to me, what I think, because lately we have quite often the discussion about the dairy. Should we, shouldn't we? But again, this is something where it was always in human life in some kind of forms. Right now, the problem is because of the how our dairy is processed. So that is the biggest issue. But I think we still should look into the good yogurt, the good bacteria into in, in those to help us when it comes to building the, the good bacteria in our intestine. There is the aspect of greens, fruits, vegetables, and the good kinds of protein intake. 
So when you look into this and you really have this in the, the proper amounts on daily basis when it comes to how, how often do you actually eat greens? How often do you actually eat different fruits? Because some of them, they work for you. Some of them work against you. So again, you need to know that. But there is ways how to find out. And even like if, if you just simply say, okay, I don't really have time to go to see any of the practitioners, just Google the list of which fruits are actually are low glycemic, which, are, which one are high, which vegetables should be eaten on daily basis because some of them even like, you know, the good ones, we got to be careful with those too. So there is so many ways to find out and so many ways to actually increase your immunity on daily basis. So it's just the fact to do it, simply to do it. Another thing, water. Water, yes, absolutely. Water, oh my goodness, that's the biggest problem I hear. Oh, uh, I don't like water. Of course you don't, because you teach your body not to. <laughs> but the whole thing is, this is the most, and the, the, the simple way how to remove toxins from the body. But I cannot drink water because I go to washroom. That's the point. <laughs> to flush out your body, right, right. Just and wash it off. Let it go. It is your pH too. So, that's it. yeah. That's it. So that, that's the way, like how I can increase my pH. Well, if you don't drink water, that's going to be a huge problem because you're acidic like no tomorrow. And there is not much you can do about if you don't actually increase the water intake. So there is so many aspects which are just like, you know, in front of you. Mm -hmm. You can use it and your body is built from, by the way, but we simply choose not to. Right, right. So, I mean, we've talked about a lot. We've talked about, you know, basically being your own healthcare advocate, listening to your body and then testing to figure out what is not in balance so you can balance out your body. And then so you know what foods to eat, what foods to stay away from that are particular for you. And then, you know, what comes into that too is if your child might need something different than you need. Because I know that, you know, we see kids where everyone in the family eats the same stuff. And I've had a mom say, well, these kids don't have cavities and this one does. And I'm like, well, because this one probably has a more acidic environment in their mouth and whatever you're feeding them is not reacting well with them and the acid is coming from their gut. So, you know, so that's when I recommend someone like you to look into that for that particular child if they're having these issues. So I think it's important to break that down and you might have to make different meals for different people or figure out what works for everyone in your family and make a meal that works. That's usually what, um, I'm not going to say everyone, but many, many moms try to avoid Right. Because they simply don't have time. But that comes to planning. And this is something with helping them to learn how to plan. So you don't have to actually stand in the kitchen every single day 
to figure out the meal for every each child separately and or your spouse or stuff like that. There is ways how to do it. And just the, the fact we we need to just step out of our comfort zone. We need to just step for for step for a second and think, okay, if this will take half an hour of my life to have this prepared the, the way it should be, but at the same time, it's going to save me three hours my trip to the dentist because I got to take off a uh, day off or go there, spend the time there, come back and whatever. So when you look into this, it's like, hmm. Right. Sometimes it is just the fact how we actually plan the day. And I'm a mom. I know, like, you know, it's not easy. Yeah. And my kids right now, they they adults, but I used to have the same issues. Like my daughter is vegetarian. My son didn't touch vegetables. So there was this stuff like, you know what? I have to kind of balance, find a way how I'm going to work around this. Another thing is when we actually... Step by step. I'm not saying like, you know, huge jump. Okay, tomorrow my life is going to be completely different. No, but step by step. Adding a bit or uh, removing a bit from our daily routines because that's what we do. We are function based on habits, routine, and we have problems to just like, you know, reorganize because it seems like so difficult. But when we look at this uh, from the perspective, I like to give everyone the same, practic- uh, practically the same example. When you have a new car and your dream car, you never forget to vacuum the car. You never forget about the oil change and how often you actually gonna wash it and polish and everything. You're gonna check the tires and go for every whatever needs to be done there why we're not doing the same with ourselves exactly so this is something this is our brand new car and we do have to pay attention to it and we do have to be more proactive and if i want to run my engine longer I need to add the stuff I need. I need to remove the one which don't serve me. Mm-hmm. And I need to be aware of it. So that's something which I think everyone who will actually love yourself, be able to switch and make this happen. Yeah, change your habits. Exactly. I think this yeah, is awesome. Change the habits. Yep. Change your habits. Well, I think this is amazing. So if someone would like to get a hold of you and work with you, where can they find you? Well, I operate from two locations, uh, one in Mississauga and one in Oakville. The best way to find us is just go on our website, biomedicinenutrition.ca. And there is a bunch of information what we do and how we do. And we, uh, there is the page on book appointment. So anyone who wants to book the free consultation can do it through the uh, website. 
We have also the messaging center on the website. So if you have a quick question, pop it there. And as soon as I have time between my appointments, I always answer. That's awesome. Thank you so much. And thank you for your time and talking about this. I think it's very important. I do think it's the way of the future. And I, I think you're right. We need to start putting ourselves first because you can't do anything in life if you're not healthy. And so your body is your temple and we need to treat it that way. And I think we just got away from that because we got, got so busy. So I think what you're doing is amazing. And thank you for sharing. And I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me and thank you for agreeing with me. And one more time, whatever we had in the past three months, it is a friendly reminder. Things can change in a second and can shake our world on different levels. Let's be healthy. Let's be strong to be able to take that. Don't be afraid of it and just move on. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And I hope to work with you in the future. I hope so too. Thanks so much for listening to the Healthy Mouth Movement Podcast. Do you have a question you'd like answered on the podcast? All I'm asking is for you to do three things. Head over to Apple Podcasts, leave a review, tell me what it is you'd like me to answer on the podcast, anything about mouth health. And if you'd like for me to leave a shout out, make sure that you leave a name. That's all you need to do. Then just make sure you tune in and listen so you can hear your question answered on the next Q&A episode. And join us next time on the Healthy Mouth Movement Podcast. If you'd also like more information, you can head over to www.dentalhygiene411.com where I have more resources and information for all things mouth health.